You're listening to Meet Me at the Tzomet, the intersection, with Jewish Connectivity's Rabbi Arnie Samlin, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Jewish Connectivity and Rabbi Samlin, please visit jewishconnectivity.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, this is Rabbi Arnie Samlin, welcoming you as we meet at the Tzomet at the intersection, the intersection between today's everyday challenges and Jewish traditions, texts, and values here on the JCAST Network. We live in times that are very threatening, challenging, difficult times. We're seeing unemployment rates that are 10%. We're seeing poverty rates of 15%. People are really hurting and feeling the pain of the economy, the times that we're living in. If you're like myself, you grew up in a time when we thought that anything and everything was possible. There was almost a sense of entitlement about it. We could certainly own a house, have a job that we would be secure in for as long as we wanted it, and eventually retire and Social Security would take good care of us. All of those assumptions are pretty much threatened, if not totally extinct, by today. And the question really becomes, what can we really survive with? What are the things we can live without? And how are we going to figure out how to restructure our life to meet some new realities and new sets of expectations? Now, for most of us, thankfully, we're still able to keep a roof over our heads, and most of us are still able to keep a job of some sort as we go forward. Nonetheless, we find ourselves all what we used to call belt tightening, trying to figure out what we can do without. It's a very difficult time indeed for all of us. I want to look for a moment at a holiday coming up because I think it sheds some light on our predicament today. The holiday coming up in the Jewish calendar is Sukkot, the holiday of tabernacles. We're not quite sure exactly what Sukkot are, historically, why they came to be, but we know that today it's a temporary structure with a roof that's relatively see-through. The walls can be made of everything, but the top of the sukkah has to be all-natural material, and there has to be room through the branches to be able to see the stars, but nonetheless the shade has to exceed the amount of light allowed through. Now, according to some rabbinic understandings, the sukkah actually represents the clouds of glory that protected the Israelites as they left Egypt on the way to Israel. According to others, they actually represent the tents or temporary structures that the Israelites lived in. According to others, they are symbolic and representative of the huts that harvesters lived in during this time of year as they harvested in large fields where perhaps they didn't want to go back to the homes or they were itinerant laborers who had only that temporary structure to live in. In any case, we now go out into this temporary structure and we make it our permanent home during this season, a time when in Israel the rainy season is just beginning and In America and Canada, it's the beginning of fall and a cooling-off period in our climate. The sukkah, I think, really brings to mind that question that I raised earlier. 
what is it that you can live without? Jewish tradition suggests by having us dwell in the sukkah for seven days, or at least eat our meals out there, that in effect, there's an awful lot we can live without. That really, we are reliant on all sorts of forces in our life over which we have no control. Now, there are things we do have control over. We certainly control who does or doesn't come into our sukkah and how we're going to live in the sukkah. But we don't have control over the rain or over the cold, over the climate. And yet the sukkah begs us to go ahead and figure out how to live within the constraints that we're provided with and how to meet the challenges, whether they're natural or otherwise. I'm going to suggest to you that you learn a little bit from the sukkah. Think this year about what are the things that you had to give up. What are the things that, if you were forced to, you'd be able to give up in order to keep some type of roof over your head? What is it that you really need versus what is it you really want? Are you able to get by with your needs and postpone, if not cancel, some of the wants? I think the sukkah calls us to ask those questions, and I hope you'll take a few minutes to think about it and to count your blessings not only for what you may have given up, for what you've been able to retain and keep and what you're moving forward with. We'd like to hear your comments on the Facebook page of Jcast Network and on the Twitter feed of Jewish Connected. Now go out there and make great things happen. Shalom.